What did you have for dinner, Dennis? What did I have for dinner? Yes. I had your mom for dinner. Oh, eh. My mom is Mitt Romney. Because <laughs> you said you had some flip-flops. Oh. Some... Only 2012 kids will get that <laughs> joke. Do you remember where you were on the great year of our Lord, 2012? I mean, you know, to be fair, after like 10 I years- I was simping over a girl that looked like Hot Topic <coughs> Avril Lavigne because I was still in high school. To be fair though, who wasn't simping on a lot of girls who look like Avril Lavigne? There is this one Smashcaster, um, her name is Vicky Kitty, and she okay. posted a picture of herself like, uh, like, you know, Twitter trends or whatever, like, oh, post a picture of what you look like in 2010 or 2012 or this and that, you know, and mm. then, like, it just repeats a chain, like, those social, little social media trends. The actual wholesome ones. And she... Very rare, by the way. <laughs> ...looked like the most fucking... <sighs> she looked like the exact kind of girl that I... That 16 to 15-year-old David would have let ruin his fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> in hot, like verbatim she looked exact and I'm not even kidding like even in her face like the blonde hair and everything she looked exactly like this girl that I was legit like in love with when I was in fucking high school shoutouts to Autumn uh <laughs> 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 also, also Autumn if you're listening to this uh, <laughs> I mean I mean what's up <laughs> what's, <laughs> what, 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 what are you doing like, what's, what's going hey, on how here, you yeah. doing huh um let hope me know. That, uh, hope them tattoos are treating you well. Just, uh, we're, we're drawing, drawing them on people and shit. But verbatim, the kind of girl that, like, before a man's frontal lobe stops developing, realizes, shit. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> just fucking like, go damn in. it. Where are you, my discount Sam Manson? Are you... Where um, are you? It's either, like, gothy type of girls, or girls that look like Roxanne from the Goofy movie. Like... Unironically, I think like everyone low key kind of had like, you know, I think like a type and one was obviously a little bit more nothing wrong with goth girls, but it's just kind of like, you know, a little bit more forbidden, if you know what I mean? Like everyone at least has seen a girl that looked like Roxanne, like everyone and every school had like a pretty to hot like goth girl. Yeah, I remember the other girl that I really liked. She had a rat nose, too. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. I agree with you completely. It's either that, like, the very typical, like, girl-next-door look. Like, you know, that sort mm. of, like, wholesome hot. Like, you know, like, she's real nice. She's real popular. But, like, for, like, good reasons, if that mm. makes any sense. And then, legit that. There's, like, the sort of, quote-unquote, unpopular girl. Like, the one who loves Fallout Boy. Love <laughs> <laughs> Fallout Boy. Panic at the Disco. Uh, Lincoln um, Park. What was the uh, no? What, Lincoln Park was another one back then. And what was the huge one? All American then? Rejects. Was, no, not not even the All American Rejects because they fell off pretty hard. Because they, um, they, the, they the dropped same, two albums that were really good, and then their next album was they, trash. And they were the same. The, the Killers. I know way more about the All American. The Killers was another one. Yeah. What is I the still, one that goes? You know, what is the fucking? I'm trying to remember it right now. It goes <laughs> when I was a young boy, my father took me into city to see a magic band. He said, son, when you grow up. Why can I not remember? <laughs> my oh, My Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance. Thank you. That was the biggest one back then. My Chemical Romance. 
Yeah, they liked. They oh, liked Green all Day. those bands. They're on the checklist. Oh, I, fucking, I fucking love Green Day now. I still love um the uh, the Killers too. I think. Uh, uh, but uh, but here, oh, I love the Killers too. But yeah. but the only song that I remember from them is literally only they're probably arguably their best song, like hands down, which was Mr. Brightside. I still fucking sing that shit at karaoke. Like Mr. Brightside, and my personal favorite from them is actually when you were young. Oh, was them? Yeah. Oh, I'm not a real fan. Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fake fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Dennis, you don't look like a you don't look like a double T titted sixteen year old girl with piercings on every orifice of coming out your face. You so. know, even you know what? You have an excuse. It's fine. The sixteen year olds now your, are on TikTok now. Your facetiousness aside, David. Yeah. I'm. A, I'm also like this is just like a little nitpick on uh like goth girls like. I have to say, um, I, I think all of us had, like, a crush on a goth girl at least once, right? But, uh, definitely the one boner killer for me was always, like, the amount of, like, crazy jewelry that is, like, on their face. Like, the lips, it's like, like, you know, probably was never gonna happen anyways, but it's like, you know, how am I gonna kiss you? Like, I don't wanna feel no metal thing on my lips, like, <laughs> it's like, you know, we're doing anything. And then, like, for, obviously, like, nose, I could, I'm, I'm almost, like, completely fine with. Like, I think it's just when you just go overboard with it that I'm just kind of, like, you went from, like, tastefully punkish to, like, what the fuck is on your face? This bitch got a piercing <laughs> through her pupil. <laughs> How do you see? Oh, yeah, the eye rings. Yeah, those, 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 those too. You have a ring. <laughs> You shoved it through your fucking clit. <laughs> how? First of all, how? I'm thinking about putting one of those things through my goddamn urethra. <laughs> I, 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 this, the thought makes me shudder harder than Leo DiCaprio in fucking Shutter Island. It's like, <laughs> how? And, and don't get me wrong, I get it too, because that was that was very much me. Again, Autumn, what's up? Uh, <laughs> granted, you know, I was also, you know, 14 years old, however old I was at the time, and yeah. that girl had... That girl was fucking stacked. So I had, like, feelings for her for, like, the wrong reasons. Like, she had just Penis really, feelings. Yeah, I had very, very strong penis feelings towards that girl. And, you know, I was 14 years old. You can't tell the fucking difference. They're yeah, not smart yeah. enough yet. It's just like, Mom, I love her! It's like, meanwhile, it's just like, like then she just gets, like, a breast reduction. Like, it's that episode of fucking South Park. It's like, hey, you guys ever notice that Bebe is not that cool anymore? <laughs> you know, it's like, you're 14 years old, you can't tell the fucking difference. But shoutouts to, shout to her. Thank you for uh, helping me with my penis feelings growing up. It's so odd, too. Because it's like... I don't know, like... We, like, put so much stock onto, like, certain qualities on a person. That, like, if they ever, let's say, try to change or, like, get rid of them. We, like, automatically... Like, not even just talking about, like, girls with big tits. But, like, just in general with people. It's like... The moment they, like, try to be something that we don't associate them with. Like automatically we just kind of go the route of like as cartman said yeah you ever notice that david's not cool anymore ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know nintunas peaked back in like 2017 you know, <laughs> with his top 10 videos you know now he's making some like gay little podcast nobody listens to it it's fine <laughs> nobody cares i totally get that though because um 
it's kind of also got a big like fetish aspect to it because it's people oh, yeah, fetishize the shit out of goth girls and it's not a good kind of fetish either because it's like a big like oh you're not like the other girls fetish yeah you know what I mean like and you, don't get me you wrong got like, something forbidden about them like I don't know like there's like definitely that weird like kind of like taboo ish about it and a little of it. bit of that can be valid if like a lot of girls do a very popular thing that you just don't like for whatever reason which is completely valid just because mm-hmm. everybody's doing something doesn't mean you have to do it. But just can then you just associate that quality onto goth girls. But it's like, hey, what if they also love making fucking, you know, dance TikToks or whatever, like, you know, the popular mm. girls do or whatever. It's like, you're going to hate them all of a sudden? You know, or is this the same girl you fell in love with before? See, that's why it's all about who the fuck a person is. Absolutely. Rather than, rather than the fucking piercings they got or, you know, the size of the... It is not the size of the titties, <laughs> it's what's behind them that counts. Can I even just say, like, I just thought of it in my head, like, what if there was, like, a goth girl, like, in school who, like, mm-hmm. actually really loved cheerleading? Like, she thought it actually was, like, the coolest fucking thing ever. But it's like, there is no way in hell that she's ever gonna join that cheer team because, like, all cheer teams have to look, like, a certain fucking way. Even, mm-hmm. like, it's so funny, too, because it's like, everyone always associates the cheerleaders with white girls. But then it's like... If you're any other nationality, right, you have to wear the same stupid pigtails, the same fucking uniform, the same stupid pom-poms, do the same fucking stupid moves that, like, you know, basically everyone else is doing. And if you are any, like, heavier than, like, 140, then you're automatically on the bottom, bitch, because, like, we are not gonna fucking lift you up. Exactly, And, like, it's like, obviously, you know, everything has a pecking order to it, but it's just kind of like... I don't know, a lot of just things in school in general, like, not even just, like, cheer teams, but even, like, a lot of, like, let's say, like, clubs and such, all had, like, their own cliques, and it's all just kind of, like, the way it is. Like, when you go to, like, let's say, the chess club, you always think, like, oh, yeah, night to be two, like, thing, you know, everyone expects, like, nerds. You go to, like, the anime clubs, you just see a fat loser. For the most part, <laughs> like thinking there. Yeah, you know the, kid, and, the kids doing fucking jutsus in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know, obviously for the football team, everyone just already automatically expects, yeah, the, the jocks, like they, they're going to be playing football. And uh, you know, funny enough, there was like a lot of football teams that I've seen, like when I was doing marching band. A lot of times, at least like forty percent of them were fat fucks, like they were just basically linemen. That like you know, that's like that's your role. You're a wall because you're, like, the size of two people, like, width-wise. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, that's your role. So, yeah. at the very least, the dude could say, yeah, I played I played varsity football. And it's just, like, the dude's, like, 300 pounds. It's, like, how? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, but it's, like, that's the thing. Like, stereotypes aside, like, in a perfect world, like, I would want everyone just kind of be able to, like, do what they want to do. Like, yeah. no matter, like, who they are. Like, I bet even, like, a white girl probably listen to a ton of like like you know like a regular cheerleader type you know girl like just going stereotypes wise like you know we always just think like oh yeah they listen to no one actually knew what the fuck white girls like listen to tbh I mean, they all just kind of listened i think everyone just listened to like the, what was on the radio for the most part i mean we like, know what they listen to now but i i understand what like back mean. in the day like everyone just kind of listened to the car radio that was it like that was most people's music we didn't have pandora and like spotify and shit like back then pre-napster yeah, it was pre Napster. Yeah, exactly. Like everyone was, everyone was just kind of listening to what was like on the billboards, top ten, and Z one hundred. So, uh, uh, like they, yeah. It, oh, by the way, I have, I do have a bit of a topic today. So okay. we're gonna like this is like probably the biggest like ninety degree segue like ever because I really do want to talk about this. But I did, I was, I was enjoying this uh, little combo that we were having. I um. I have I have seen something again that I have not seen in a very very long time 
And it reminds me of like when we had like those huge ass lines for like midnight releases for like games and other like kind of like just things that we consumed as far as media goes. Mm-hmm. And like, I think if anyone uh, can go back to the history books, it's like the best or like the best example that we could think of. Or, like the biggest example is um, when Halo 3 came out and the midnight release of that game, if anyone was ever there, all y'all remember it. Like, that was a fucking event. Like, that shit was history, really. That shit was making the news. Shit set records. Like, I don't think there's ever been anything like that, like, since then. As far as, let's say, like, midnight releases go. I mean, maybe you could argue, like, movies are still kind of doing it. But, like, I don't know, Halo 3. Like, have you ever even seen the YouTube clips of it? Yeah, I mean, it's as far as nuts. things that, like, impacted the internet, that was back when Machinima was relevant, you know, before they True, deleted yeah. every single video off their channel. And, uh... Oh, did, did you not know that? No! Oh, no, I, I, I knew that. But it's oh, just, okay. like, I, I always, like, remember Machinima really started to take off by the time Halo 3 was around. Well, yeah, because of the Red the red versus mm. Blue show. Yeah, yeah. Because of the Red versus Blue show, or whatever the fuck it was called. That was, like, one of their... That was one of their biggest shows. It was their Halo 3 parody. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And it yeah, started that, off, like, from the uh, previous mm-hmm. Halo, so, yeah. Yeah. But Nowadays, you know, like, you know, games like Fortnite mm. or where I would argue have been, like, more historic and, like, their internet-shaping legacy. But, like, those are memes. That's in the... Then we're in yeah, the not because of, now, like, the like, media like, it created. Like, yeah. more so just kind of, like, the different kind of... Like, I remember like, hearing on the funny radio haha the kind. car once, you know, they announced that uh, the Super Smash... The, that Brawl came out because of how ridiculously anticipated of a game that was. Mm-hmm. I remember oh, right, the yeah. radio was how that did it, you know, but back before, you know, the media landscape changed and, like, you know, we heard about these things online. And, and games know, even became more, like, mainstream. Yeah. yeah, 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 stuff like yeah. that. But, like, um, so, in regards to, like, my little introduction there, uh, if there are any uh, fans out here of Mega Man Battle Network, which, guys, we just recently got... Our legacy collection at a fucking long last Woo! we finally we won yeah, we, we won <laughs> baby that's what i'm waiting for that's, that's what it's all about, about. <laughs> we fucking won guys on april 14th of the year of our lord 2023 at long last our the capcom gods have finally answered our fucking prayers and we got the legacy collection that we've been waiting for for Fucking years. They finally stopped focusing on big titty vampire women <laughs> and big sword wielding. We talking about earlier. There you go. <laughs> and big and- sword wielding guy to finally go back to blue man who f- shoots things on the internet. Return Literally, eternity. <laughs> return to blue man. <laughs> return to blue man. And <laughs> return to blue man. Return to blue man. And return to Lucy. I-, I have. Uh, <laughs> I have a bit of a story. Because, let me just start that. Start this by saying then, I had reserved my copy about a month in advance. Month in advance. I thought that, you know, by the time it releases, probably going to be no problem. I'll get my shit on time and that'll be the end of it. And uh, lo and behold, the release date was April 14th, correct? My Amazon, yes, I ordered from Amazon, the devil himself. I ordered, and the guy and the ba- uh, the app basically said that it was going to be coming by April 18th. 
Why it needed four days after fucking ship uh, after release, I have no idea. I had no idea. So I was like, okay, all right, I could wait four days. I wanted to play right then and fucking there, like when it came out, but fine. If I have to, sorry, if I have to wait, then I'll have to wait. So a couple days after release, it said, your item has shipped from, believe it or not, there's a Newark in California. It's probably just as shitty. It shipped from Get Newark. Yeah, I'm dead ass. It was Newark, California. Wait and a minute. Okay, so it was, going. yeah, so it was sh being shipped from there and it said, left the facility. And three days went by and nothing changed. It just stayed as left the facility and did not arrive at any sort of hub um, around Jersey anywhere. Fucking three days. Just basically, it, like, just disappeared into the wind, apparently. And I gave it, like, they basically sent me, like, a notification saying, like, hey, your package has been delayed, so it's going to be coming on this and this date. And I was like, you know, like, it, it's Battle Network, so at the very least, it's like, fine. I'll give you the couple more days till it arrives. Nothing. Nothing. Fucking nothing. So... I basically guessed, I asked for a return. And then I looked around and saw if any other, like, kind of sites had it. At least, the, you know, online. Like, f funny enough, I was looking at GameStop. No brick and mortar store had the fucking thing anywhere. It was fucking sold out. Like, it was as if it was Bigfoot. It just didn't exist almost. It was just, like, nowhere to be seen. So then I went on, on online and I asked... Oh, no, I didn't... Well, I didn't ask, but, like... I ordered it for delivery to my house, and it said, will ship or be delivered by one to three days. So I was like, kind of their own, like, kind of Amazon Prime type of shit uh, for orders like $60 and above. So, you know, I waited. Three days went by, nothing fucking got shipped. Nothing. It just basically said, order received. And then that was it for about three days. And I went as far as to call their customer service, and the guy basically said... And GameStop didn't say this, on their website at least. The guy said that the thing was being backordered. And we will let you know when the fucking thing has shipped. And I was shocked because not only does did Amazon not have my shit, or at the very least, like, they just, I guess, ran out of stock um, before, uh, like, I even put in my order that, like, they just basically didn't take that into account. Sorry about that. And so I was just kind of like, you know, I had never seen this before. Like, a game like this, or even any game in general, like, just being sold out, like, fucking everywhere. I've never seen that in my life. Like, ever since, like, back in, like, when, uh, like, Brawl and a few of those other kind of bigger games, like, were out. I hadn't seen this in so long that I was almost, like... Going back to, like, those days when, you know, we were outside online and, like, we would even hear that, like, remember when the Wii was, like, so fucking big that for a while, nobody could find one. It was do, just like, sucking, it was fucking sold out deals, everywhere. Like, with game store owners and stuff, like, yeah, a buddy of mine owns a game store and that's, you know, he, he held one for me and stuff. That shit was like, you know, that, that shit was like, you know, the, uh, the MacGuffin, it was like the MacGuffin. It was, it was yeah. pretty... Pretty impossible to get, you know, it reminds me when I was doing the Nintendo program 2020 when the PS5 and the Xbox Series X dropped. Legitimately impossible to get because of COVID, albeit it's a different reason, it was because of a global pandemic. Mm. But every time, I would just have people come up to me and be like, Hey, um, hey, 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 boss, boss, <laughs> boss, uh, uh, PS5, 
PSV. And I literally just put my arm around them like fucking Pepe, like this, uh, the, the shrimp and like the Kermit the Frog meme. And I had to literally say to people, I'm not even kidding, I actually did this to people. I'm gonna keep it real with you, chief. <laughs> You're not getting one before Christmas. <laughs> even not. then, even then, that's like, you know, that's still like uh, not even uh, 100% either. Like, yeah, the Wii was like a whole different ballpark, like you mentioned, you know, back then. It was just ridiculous. But hey, man, the after-school programs that I was in after school, mm. because like my mom worked late. I'm telling you, man, they played Mega Man Battle Network every day. They talked about it so much. It was one of the most popular games that we, uh, mm. that we talked about and like played in like the after-school programs and stuff like that. So... You say this, but I'm I'm not surprised to hear that. It's like, I know, it's, it's just that I hadn't seen it in so long, like a product like at all, just like being sold out like fucking everywhere. I bro, I was this close, just another bit of the story. I was this close. Uh well actually it, it didn't happen because everyone was still sold out. I was like, you know, okay. I would be willing to drive to Philly to 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 pick this up if it was there. I was that willing. I was willing to do a fucking road trip. Down to shitty Philly to fucking pick it up if it was there. And lo and behold, it was sold out there too. So I was just shit out of luck, bro. I wait, was you, Wait, you drove down there? No, 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 no. I was looking at it from GameStop oh. and like just seeing like on their uh, GPS, like, hey, like, you know, for this store, like, do you guys have it? Literally, I have not seen that much orange of like not available in my entire fucking life for GameStop. Okay, I was about to say, I thought you drove down to Philly and found out, yes, the entire city of Philly... <laughs> out of Mega Man Battle Network. I visited every store. I was about to go to Party City and just like pre-order your fucking clown outfit. If you, if you, if no, you no, no. Up doing that. I was no, just no, like, okay. I was just shopping around, like literally Best Buy, fucking GameStop, like everywhere. Like it was just sold out of it. And like I was even thinking, does Micro Center sell games? And it's like. <laughs> they don't. But you know, I was like, at that point, I was just grasping at straws. Like I was just like. Because I really wanted a physical copy. Like, I just wanted that shit in my fucking hands. Like, I wanted to fucking... <sighs> I wanted to smell it and shit. But, smell alas... That alas, all there was was basically scalped-ass copies on eBay. Which, I almost had a moment of weakness. And I was about to pay $25 plus MSRP to get one. But, uh... You, you know, my morals can bend when it comes to, like, you know, certain things. So <laughs> Somebody's selling it for $70. Yeah, no. It was, like, 95 like, 85 <laughs> Oh, my God. Fucking scalpers. Send me send me that link to the 70 actually. Um, okay. Is it 70 plus, like, $20 shipping, I, though? I, 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 listen, it's $69.99. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, but okay. 69. Okay. It's a funny sex number, right? From fucking Korea, dude. This is 92. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, 82, oh, oh. 82. Oh, my bad. <sighs> but that's why I said, like, uh, in terms of, like, the shipping. Like, the only places that I've seen that actually hold it are, like, basically eBay sellers. And they're all scalping the fuck out of it. And I'm like, I didn't. I, I, I underestimated how, like... I thought me and like 10 other people were the only ones that played Mega Man Battle Network. I oh, did not no. know that it was a fucking high school, like, no high school, but like, uh, elementary school, playground, blacktop ass pastime for a lot of kids that had GBAs. I did not know. Sh shit I just didn't know. Than, shit was bigger than tech decks, dude. I think it was even at one point, like, 
not like bigger than like let's say Yu-Gi-Oh because like I, I think you know by the time like Yu-Gi-Oh came out like I was in like elementary school like tons of fucking oh, kids were playing it man and you fucking kids even listening to this right now if there's any of you you don't understand like you know I bet you're thinking like oh wow game played it on Game Boys and stuff but was it like a multiplayer game how did you play it with each other well you had to buy a fucking separate ass or cable someone had to pack their cable and they had to use it with someone else we like, plugged it we plugged it into our Game Boy, and we had to plug the other end into their Game Boy, and it linked it. It was called a link cable. A yeah. Game Boy Advance link cable. Oh, but my. David, were there multiplayer games back then? I remember uh, the Mario Brothers games. They had like four people. Yes, there was another add-on to it that you attached in the center of it, and then everybody plugged their link cables into that. Oh, right. And we basically had like, you know, a little a four player co-op portable console co-op yeah. thing. For us in the middle of nowhere. It's the most jerry-rigging fucking thing I've ever seen. Like a link cable. It got yeah. so like... It looked so... Like such a mess. Yeah, because like, you know, Bluetooth technology or like wireless technology wasn't public yet. Mm. It, wasn't, it wasn't until the DS that that really became public or possible. Like portable. Well, I was just saying yeah, that like fucking five times fast. When people played like public, uh, public, possible, portable, public, possible. I get plenty puffy. I get plenty puffy. But when it came to like games like Mario Kart DS, like you could have like multiple people like all just like playing. It was on, still like... only four for Mario Kart DS, and um, oh, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, but you also only needed one person to own the game. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. But everybody else had to be a shy guy if they didn't own the game because like their their DSs didn't have all the data or whatever. So like mm. it just loaded a shy guy for you to play. Which is fine. At the end of the day, it's like, I'm playing fucking Mario Kart, but don't even need to buy the cartridge. Like, fuck it. Yeah, it was also, like, literally the first or second game ever to have Wi-Fi, Nintendo Wi-Fi connection for you to play it online with people and stuff like that. Can only imagine how shitty that connection was back then. <laughs> but, like, Where am I supposed engineers? to plug this Ethernet port into this Nintendo DS console? <laughs> network engineers, like, take apart a fucking Nintendo DS. It's like, wow, this shit's ancient. <laughs> like, mm. like, holy shit. <laughs> how did this thing even hold together <laughs> yeah but did you get it that's the thing i even said it before i prefer physical copies if i can help it if so i no. could get one no that's the thing <laughs> i basically compromised on my morals and i went to the e-shop and i just downloaded the fucking thing no I, bro i was l let me just tell you something I have never been this hyper fixated on playing a fucking game in my life. Bro, I was literally like clawing at the walls to play this. And I wanted a physical copy too. That's what it, that's what it was. Not only did I want to play it, I wanted a fucking physical copy for my hands to hold. Yeah, so that like, Nintendo that's how much, take it away from you. How much of a fucking ape I am. Like my neurons activated as soon as like thing I like saw that it came out. Like I wanted it so fucking badly. And it was just like definitely like that nostalgia high for sure. But like this game again, like was my childhood. Like it was a formative fucking thing for my childhood. That was me with Brawl when I was a kid. I was so obsessed with that fucking game. Mm. I was so obsessed with that. I think everyone. I remember when it got delayed. Mm. It got it got delayed like twice, and the second time it got delayed, I I looked at the website and I was like, what? And I, like, ran downstairs to, like, yell at my mom about it. I'm like, Mom, they delayed it again. Can you believe that? <laughs> and my mother had to sympathize, like, so hard. Meanwhile, my Yeah, because she's like, trying to, like, you know, I, I, like, it's a fucking game. Get over it. Like, yeah, she's like, like my sister's sitting next to my mom. She, and my sister inside, she didn't say anything either. But she's like, who fucking cares? Yeah. <laughs> 
and I'm genuinely upset. Like, yeah, I'm I know. Angry, I know. <laughs> like screaming about it. Like, can you believe they did that? <laughs> like, and your mom's just like, oh my god, yeah, I can't believe it. She's like, it. I, I'm so sorry, David. I'm so sorry. But then as soon as you went back upstairs, you just, she's just like, wow. <laughs> I, 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 dude, I looked at that website every single day. I remember when they announced I know! That's, Sonic. Yeah, that's what I'm talking when about. When they announced yeah. Sonic. Mm-hmm. The amount of, like, fake Sonic, like, images, the fake Sonic leaks of for Smash Brothers, because he was, like, mm-hmm. the most requested character for Smash Brothers by yeah. far at the time, understandably so. Mm-hmm. And then when it was a, an actual post on the official fucking website about it, I, I, sta- I I'm not even kidding, I kept track. I stared at it for, like, two hours. <laughs> Just so that you I'm knew serious. that, like you weren't hallucinating. Yeah, that I wasn't. That I wasn't hallucinating. There was a trailer dropped with gameplay and everything because oh, and it was. And yeah. he was like one of the only. He was like the only character that they actually dropped a gameplay trailer for, rather than just a blog post, mm-hmm. because people just couldn't believe it. And I, I stared at it for literally hours. I'm like, I couldn't believe it was real. It was like a u- actual euphoric experience for a 12 year old child. And I remember going to school the next day, and we were all talking about all it. hype. And it was just all hype. all hype. And we had a field trip that day too, so like we didn't even have to be in class. So it was an extra hype like, day. We weren't even paying attention to the fucking field. No one ever actually paid attention to the way whatever the field trip was. Like all y'all were just talking about fucking brawl. It's like, yo, you can't, yo, bro, you seen the trailer, bro? It's fucking crazy. And, and- to hyper fixate on something like that. As an adult is different, but as a child, it's like, you know, you remember, that was my main responsibility mm. in life, was counting down the days till birth. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what I know, life. because it's like, we, like, it's so funny, too, because, like, you, the way you mentioned that, because, like, at least as far as, like, being adults, right, like, I'm not saying that at least we're not, we're not, it's not that we're not capable of getting excited for certain things. I think when it comes to hype for, let's say, movies, games, or even TV shows, or, you know, whatever kind of media you consume... Like, or even just, like, a product as well. Like, obviously, like, there is excitement, but, like, there isn't, like, at the very least, like, when you were excited as a kid, was a different level of excitement. This was, like, shit that you wouldn't shut the fuck up about. Because it's, like, you My just My mom love- screamed at me once or twice because I wouldn't stop talking her ear off about it to the point where she actually got annoyed. <laughs> point proven. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, again, like, as like a kid, like the the excitement that we feel for things as a kid is just like, you remember that shit. That's the thing. Like that is something that you never forget. Like flat out. Like you will like even your Alzheimer's ass will fucking remember why you were that excited for like basically an a sixteen bit or thirty two bit ass game that you could play on the sh- like on a cartridge. Like you remember that shit no matter what, and. And, like, in my case, too, like, it was, like, I have never simped that hard for a piece of plastic in my life. Dude, Mario Odyssey made me feel that way as an adult. That's why I love that game so much. Like, when a game makes you feel that way as a grown-ass man, it was still able to grasp you. That's how you know that shit is good. Say Mm -hmm. what you will about Odyssey. Like, you know, it's critiques about it. Like, how certain spots of it are linear or whatever. Or how, like, people, Mm. like, nitpick it too much because, like, there's a specific way Nintendo wants you to play it, even though I still felt that open-world feel. Mm -hmm. Granted, I still... I, I, I do think 64 is a better game. Like, from a game design philosophy perspective now, like, I kind of get it. Plus, there's, like, too many moons and Odyssey and stuff, you know, yeah. blah, 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 all that shit. Like, I, I, I get all the criticisms. I'm not here to talk about that. But that game, when I played it, I never wanted it to end. Ever. I mm, never fucking yeah. wanted it to end. I cried when I beat it. Because I wanted more. Oh. Even though there was already yeah. more and more. Like, but how could you say a game is bad when it made me feel that way? 
Yeah, it's like, uh, how are you going to... Like, it's not even, like, a critique against the game. It's like, how are you going to invalidate my fucking feelings? Yeah. Like, how are like you what I that, just you felt. Know what I mean? Like, this person... Yeah. Like, bro, when I turned on the game, when I, like, download was finished, I have never stared at a screen with, like, hyper intent like that in my life. Seeing that <laughs> yep. stupid green bar... Like, the, not green bar, but, like, the gray bar going towards the end... Like, it was like, it reminded me of like how, remember when computers loaded so fucking slowly back then? We would just, <laughs> yeah, we would just stare at that stupid meter that would go towards the right, and it would be like the longest fucking thing ever. I mean, granted, at least my internet speed at home is like not, not too bad, so like it was pretty fast. And it's not even like that big of a game, man. It's a fucking GBA, like a, you know, game that they ported over to the Switch. So obviously it's not going to be that big, but like... When I heard that fucking main menu, holy shit. Like, I had not felt that, like, nostalgic orgasm like that in so in such a fucking long time. I, I just, like, think it did was... Did you feel like a kid again? I did. I really did. I, like, Dennis, that's without question. Like Dennis, Dennis, you're 29. I know. I'm a fucking slob. Of a fucking human being. Oh come on! That's not. No, I didn't no, mean, no. no, no, no. I didn't no, mean no, it like no, that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm self-deprecating myself over here. And this made you feel that way. I know, I know. And like, it's so well, special, you know. That's the thing, though, too, because when a lot of people like get to a certain age, like, not that I'm saying that like you can't like you're like incapable of experience, uh, incapable of experiencing joy, but it's like you know, uh, for a lot of people, like the jadedness starts to like uh, kind of set in, and you know. Also, not to mention, like, kind of where, like, you know, what people's life for the most part, it's like, go to work, like, you know, it's, and that's like already like a third of your day that you basically have to do. And the other third is basically you go to sleep. And then the third, the other third is that, you know, you have for free time, like, you know, to do whatever you want. But, you know, when like, it gets to a certain point in your life, like things do get very, you know, difficult. I think that that goes without saying, like. You just like you're working hard, you're working hard and hard and hard, and you know, a lot of times like people don't even got like time to enjoy themselves after they reach a certain age. Like especially de depending on what job you have and everything, like a lot of times it's just kind of like, you know, the only solace you have is that like okay yeah I'm making money and like let's say I have like a decent house and everything, but you know, a lot of times it's just kind of like work work. It's all like about work 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 and everything, and you know, for me, it's like, you know, me and a bunch of other people that I know, like, obviously, you know, we're all working. David's trying to get a job out here, too. But it's like, you know, there's like days when we come back home and we're just kind of like, I, uh, <laughs> I, you know, you're just tired. You don't even want to do anything like like you don't even want to look at like almost anything sometimes. Like sometimes I just like, you know, would want to go to bed like uh, certain old jobs that I had back then. Like, especially when I was working at Amazon for a while, like 4.30 in the morning to 8.30, I just wanted to sleep. Like, I don't want to fucking do anything. But... And I've even been rejecting jobs. Like, it's not like I've gotten zero offers, but, like, the interviews mm -hmm. have been slow. Market's bad, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. People are going to give you a chance. My old boss called me in the middle of my recent interview. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> and offered me something similar to that, like, with... um. Something about, like, some Amazon delivery program where I'm literally just going to be driving around Jersey City, like, scanning shit for, like, businesses who participate in the program. And it's mm -hmm. not like a 
B2B, like, commission-based sales job like I had working for him before. Like, that one was different. It was, like, 800 a week or something like that for, like, an eight-week program. And I still said no to it because I knew, like, if I do that, I'm going to get sucked into it and not focus on, like, you know, the stuff I want to do yeah. for a job at all. And granted, I'm privileged mm -hmm. enough to be in a position where I don't need to take a job like that yeah. to survive. But at the same time, I know how it feels. You still feel like an idiot for saying no sometimes like to stuff mm -hmm. like money even though i knew it was the right thing to do so sometimes i knew like i knew just that i'm gonna come home and i'm not gonna want to do anything i'm not gonna want to like browse through voiceover websites looking for gigs and stuff like that which by the way there's actually an open casting call i want to i want to show you i want to go through some of the characters with you let you i want an outside review of like which one you think would be best for me because there's a lot of male characters mm -hmm. and stuff so uh we'll talk about that later mm -hmm. um for an adult animated comedy oh and um fucking yeah it, it's like you know you gotta I, like again i'm privileged enough of, to be in a position where i don't have to do that but you know i know how it feels to like you know be working a job like that and you come home and then you just don't want to do anything that's how it was when i was working at the mall that's how it was when i was working for my the marketing firm that i worked for and stuff like that it just wasn't the stuff i wanted to do long term for a living it was stuff i was doing for money but then it just sucks away at your fucking soul to the point where like the energy your the energy is gone and even, mm. the, even right now, I don't have a job. I have no excuse to not finish Sonic Frontiers. And I'm getting closer. I got a lot closer recently. But I still haven't mm. done it. You know what I mean? It's like as an adult, it's just so much different. You know, you like in those games, when you play them, like, you know, Mega Man Battle Network, the Legacy Collection for you, and Odyssey for me, they bring mm. you back to that simple, simple time. Better times, really. Even though like, now, like, you're an adult and you're a better version of yourself, mm. hopefully. And uh, most hopefully, most likely... Mm. And you can't say that any game that makes you feel that way, you can critique it, but you can't say that they're ever bad. So I think what me and Dennis are trying to say here and what I'm getting from Dennis looking at his fucking eyes right now is um, don't ever don't ever lose that feeling. You know, don't lose yeah. your di don't lose your dinosaur. Don't don't lose. Yeah, your don't Mario. lose your stegosaurus. Don't, like don't, don't lose your, don't lose your Mega Man. Don't lose your super fighting robot. Whatever made you happy as a kid is a good thing. And obviously, when you grow up, and you know, the older you get, obviously, you do grow out of a lot of things. That's true. But for me, what I want to do in, in the future is to like share the stuff that I really loved, you know, with my kids and kind of like show them like what the fuck I was into, you know, back in the day when I was their age. Because mm -hmm. obviously, like, you know, 20 years from now, obviously, like, you know, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection could be fucking considered ancient. It'd be like a museum piece at this point, like, you know, by that, or like, at least by that time. Odyssey could even be like a museum piece by that time. Like, you know, it could literally like just be, you know, just it's like a thing of the past. And like, you know, obviously, you know, for a lot of people, like, especially when it comes to a lot of games, like, I don't play Atari. Like, that's like way out of my fucking, like, you know, um, I guess kind of, uh, I don't know what to call it. Like I, like I'm just too young. I guess I'm just too. It's before your time. It's before my time. Yeah, like it's just way older than me by like at this point, like what, a couple of thirty years or so. Like I mean, well, Atari came out around like what the eighties, the seventies. Yeah, um, yeah, there was Pong in nineteen seventy. Yeah, yeah. So about like twenty years, like my senior when it comes to like that whole like kind of you know era. And like you know, I have no desire to play any Atari game. I, I don't, and, but at the same time, I don't take nothing away from anyone who enjoyed them because it's like this was their childhood. Like Pong was like fucking NASA to them, mm -hmm. and like I can't take that away from them at all. Like you know, that's like what they enjoyed. I grew up with like Pokemon, like you know, red blue version of 
Nintendo 64 and like, you know, tons of other like kind of like 90s era like type of like, you know, games that, you know, I guess all of us at least in here can at least, you know, at least know or they can relate to. And yeah, I remember being in a classic game store and like describing Mario 64 to the guy there. And he said like, he said like verbatim, everything you just said, that's how we felt about Mario three. That That's what he said. And that's how, you know, yeah, you know we're all, like, that's how, you know, we're all in this together. We're all one. And, um, sometimes, you know, it's important to remember that base of feeling, you know, we all fell in love with the art, you know, and mm. sometimes, you know, conglomerate things, conglomerate communities grow around those things and sometimes those communities despite you know growing together over something very wholesome and beautiful and artistic can become very toxic and mm. cringe <laughs> may i dennis yep go okay. ahead you have the floor yeah i wasn't gonna talk about this on twitter because i don't like to participate in twitter discourse especially when it comes to like smash brothers shit yeah. I literally made this podcast to distance myself from the community a little, among other things, because, mm -hmm. you know, I was in a very different place regarding it back then and stuff. Now I commentate still because I fucking love it, and that's mm. the only reason I do it, and it should be the only reason I do it, and that's what in turn will get you more opportunities for it. Same with voice acting or anything else, you gotta do it for the right reasons. And I think most people, I'm not, you know, as bitter as, you know, I can, bitter and jaded as I can come off, I do think most people who do smash casting do do it for the right reasons. Y'all are thirsty for this shit. Passionate ass motherfuckers. Mm. Making little group chats and stuff, you know, like, like about, like, supporting each other in the scene, making sure you don't take bad gigs here and there, stuff like that. And fighting to the death over literal pennies tossed in between you for a job that 90% of the time we are not even paid for. Which is why I have the philosophy of not competing with other people. And I guess I can sort of correlate this into something I wanted to talk about with Dennis before in that I really mm. don't like people who take themselves too seriously, if mm. that makes any sense. Or what was the other thing? I very much hate hustle culture. And mm. I guess if I have a little time at the end, like I'll, I'll touch upon that a little bit because that'll be a good thing to end on. I never normally like to ever talk about like things that get like, you know, people on Smash Twitter up in arms or whatever. Mm -hmm. This one is different because it's hilarious. <laughs> and um it, it had people pretty upset and i here i'm gonna play the clip right now um <laughs> let, me, let me let me see if i can get this in let me let me see if i can get this inside of the uh the microphone here this was uh live at a regional in uh central florida for <laughs> oh. um for uh smash brothers i'm gonna play the clip you just go ahead and uh you listen to the commentators oh my gosh here, right oh, six, oh. Come on, oh come my on. gosh Right now, I'm double fisting the mics, one in my mouth, one in my ass. <laughs> we are watching the hypest set I've ever seen. Hot, yo. And if you heard it just suddenly go dark there, that is because the streamer who was restreaming that event immediately <laughs> muted it and put his hands in his face and, like, <laughs> leaned down forward. Just defeated. I'm not going to obviously say who that caster was. I know who it was. It is somebody who is kind of notorious for acting a certain type of way in the CFL scene, which is already, you know, pretty a controversial scene in the Smash uh, scene for in general. But regardless, again, I'm a grown-ass man. I don't care about fucking, like, you stupid childish nonsense or arguing over petty shit. Mm -hmm. We use Twitter as our fucking hub for the Smash community. That's why some shit sucks and, like, people voice opinions that don't matter, among many other things. 
But I did want to give some of my just one thought or two because I am a Smash caster and I've been doing yeah. it for seven years. I have commentated at the major level. Uh, Best in the state, by the way. Oh, shut the fuck up. Mm. Uh, yeah, shut, <laughs> shut, shut, shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm I'm not going to toot my own horn. I, I think I'm pretty good at it. I've done it for a real long time. Um, and I think I'm phenomenal at it if the standard is not talking about shoving microphones <laughs> in my rectum during the stream. <laughs> However, I'm here to approach a middle ground. As we are often ones to do on the Double D experience. Everybody gets shit here. Yeah. Know, this is what we're all about. A lot of people were really, really upset at this. A lot of viewers were just like, oh yeah, let this go don't never let this guy on the mic again, blah 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 yeah, blah yeah. blah, looking for something to be outraged about, even though the mute button is right fucking there. <laughs> but then there were other casters who were really upset about it, who said things like, Oh, I wish we strived for a certain level of professionalism, or mm -hmm. other casters who, I'm gonna be frank, you know, also kind of made it a little bit about themselves. Talking about like what their their you know struggles as a narcissism and, uh, and whatnot. Yeah, you know that's that's a whole different ballpark, you know. But I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna even get into that. Uh, However, yeah. I, I they are right in the sense that at a regional level, bro, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I will say when you sent me that clip. Double I had to do a double take. Fisting these microphones. <laughs> See, but this is my opinion. I think that clip should be nothing more than like a copy pasta. Yeah, like a little meme. Like yeah, a little like 10 a, second meme. That's how we should clown on it. Like we should be writing that shit in Twitch chats. Or like making <laughs> fake twit longers about it. Because it's funny as fuck. You can't even say that it isn't. He had the fucking, he had the boldness. The freaking arrogance. <laughs> the audacity. To get on stream and talk about shoving fucking microphones in his booty hole. And, uh, <laughs> granted, obviously, it goes without saying. We don't need to have discourse saying, yeah, don't say that on an yeah. esports stream. That man who said that on that stream is the entire reason I made this show. It's so I can say that. So I can have an outlet where I can say that and be myself. It's the common thing that a lot of, like, new Smashcasters, myself included when I was new at it, young when I was young back in the day, make mm. the big mistake of. The show is not fucking about you. It's not about you. It's about the players. You're a sort of salesman in a way. It's your job to sell the players. Sponsors could be watching. You're supposed to gas mm. them up, talk about what makes them great, talk about the matchup that's on screen. Why did they go to this stage? Game knowledge, all that good stuff. It's a broadcasting job, basically. That's literally what it is. It's, it's mm. a sense professional broadcasting. I have it on my resume. I'm looking at, like, different podcasting gigs right now, like editing jobs and whatnot, as well as on-air talent <laughs> stuff. I have seven years of experience in Smash. Just because you're not paid for it most of the time, that doesn't mean it's not valid experience. It's good. Mm. It's a job. Whatever. That being said... Some of you take yourself so damn seriously <laughs> that, like, you you see this and, and make it so much bigger of an issue than it has to be. Make it a copy pasta and move on. What do you... We don't need to talk about, like, integrity of all casters being thrown out the window with something like that. <laughs> P you people need to understand, we are not even at fucking Evo anymore. You know what I mean? Like, we're not even... Like, what's the big fucking deal? First of all, I will say it's their regional. They can't cast it however they want. You mm. can think it's yeah, cringe. Yeah. I think it's cringe. Yeah. Like, bro. But like, it's like funny cringe. I don't know. If, like, it's just... 
it's funny cringe. Even if it's like, you know, not even funny cringe, it's their local, they could do it how they want, and you're also entitled to talk about how you think about it. It makes me feel the same way, like, you know, like my mom, like, sitting there looking at Fox News or whatever, <laughs> being the moderate Democrat that she is, and screaming at the television when the power off button is right there. You can turn it off. You know what I mean? But instead, it's Twitter, and literally everything has to be an issue. John Mulaney's comedy special came out today or the day before, and, like, there's a bunch of, like, you know, people on Twitter who are mad because Dave Chappelle opened at one of his shows once. He's like, he's friends with Dave Chappelle! <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it, again, this is what happens when you use Twitter as your base of operations. It's not a real place. However, you're completely right, like, in saying that, like, oh, yeah, you shouldn't be saying that shit at a regional. I agree with you there. But at the same time... <sighs> How do I, how do, how do I say this? Let, let me, let me, um, I, I kind of agree with, um, fucking, what's his name? Um, I very much agree with Coney's tweet about it. Coney, who was, like, one of, he's, like, the top Smash Brothers caster. And he <laughs> actually, he dropped a take about it, actually. Like, complete opposite of what all the other casters, or a lot of, like, the casters at lower levels than him seem to say. He literally tweeted, this is verbatim, It's so weird to see people get pressed about CFL local commentary, and even weirder to see other commentators making it about themselves. Some mm. of the alt-gen treating Smash comms like a sacred art is so bizarre. Just mute it and move on, player. We're not yeah. at Evo anymore. Oh. Guy's fucking so fucking based for that, bro. I fucking mm. love Coney. Granted... Very well balanced too, as far as his like kind of response was. It's like, look, it's not a big fucking deal. It's basically what he's saying is is that it's not a big fucking deal. I don't know this guy, obviously. But I think everyone could just kind of take away that, at least. It's not a big fucking deal. Get the fuck over. <laughs> and granted, the guy's sort of known as like one of like the funny commentators. Yeah. yeah. He is. He's a really funny guy. So you would imagine that he would have like an opinion sort of similar in that vein. But like at the same time, it's like it's serious enough for you to put down on your resume smash commentary and whatnot, but, like, 90% of the fucking time, you are not paid for this. I don't get it. Like, this th This is why I'm actually going to change my Twitter at pretty soon, because my mm -hmm. Twitter handle is still just Nintunist, and I mm -hmm. do not want it to be that. I didn't want to be called Nintunist on this show. I do it with a friend of mine who is not from the Smash community who does not mm -hmm. call me that. I wanted, I made this show for a plethora of reasons. It's a place where I can be my long-winded self, say swears and stuff, because the show is about me here. It mm. is about me and Dennis here, basically. And it's not, I'm not ruining a stream for other people by talking about dicks or whatever on, like, somebody else's live stream. Somebody yeah, Somebody else's yeah. brand. That's not cool. I did that when I was younger. It's like, you got your corner, you got, then they got theirs. Like, yeah. I'm gonna be over here doing my own thing, and I'm not gonna, like, be bringing my shit and obstructing yours. And do let and like preventing you from like doing your show the way you want to do it. Yeah, like, like I once casted a timeout and I wasn't. It was a timeout that I felt like there was nothing to talk about, so I was just being an idiot on the microphone talking about nothing. The player got really mad about it, and then they talked about me on Twitter for a bit, and we got in a little bit of a scrap and stuff like that. <laughs> and then I then we just we said we want to see you grow and whatnot. We want to see you thrive. And I'm like, hey man, this is your place, your rules. I'm not yeah. gonna fucking disrespect that. And they only helped me grow because of it. And then I became one of my region's most well-known and top casters many years but, later. When I was told by one of the most toxic people in the community <laughs> that I was never gonna fucking amount to shit. Well, and first so, of all, fuck yeah. that guy. Oh yeah, then, no, he, oh no, he got canceled a long time ago for like. Oh, and shit. then yeah. also second, even Smash players, and they don't, no matter what kind of scene anyone's from, right? Yeah. You are a man. You are a grown ass man. If you really break it down, you are a grown ass man. Or a woman, a video. less likely. Or a woman, but, yeah, know. yeah, exactly. You're a grown-ass person. 
playing a video game. There's nothing to take seriously about yourself. Like, it's like Smash like, is grassroots. It's about to be. It's like I, why is it like that? People look for professionalism and things that, like, in my opinion, like, why are you looking for it? Like, I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Smash <laughs> is about what you give rather more than about what you get. It's a exactly. very grassroots scene. The money's not there. Nintendo hates us. Like, we'll be. Well, Nintendo hates a lot of people. They, well, yeah, Nintendo. Uh, that's it, we don't even have time to it, talk about. Yeah, I know, I know, but enough to literally fuck a person over for life, essentially. Yeah, like if if any of y'all know, you know. But it's like you know, Nintendo don't give a fuck about you. He, they like, literally said in their press release about that too. It's not about money. <laughs> it's about sending. Literally, the Miyamoto. They said that Miyamoto with the Joker mask. He's just kind of like, it's not about the money. It's about to sending a message. Everything God. burns. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, point is, I don't. Oh God! I think you should take yourself seriously enough to the point where, like, we're supposed to act how we act on live streams. Just the show is not about you or whatever. But like, when people maintain like such a level of professionalism that their egos get inflated about it, it's like, dude, it's not that fucking serious. And yeah, you're exactly. Not that, and you're not that important. I'm just gonna, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say it straight up. Like, this is why I today. don't, this is why I don't want, another reason I started the show, I don't want my whole identity to revolve to around like Smash. Because yeah. Smash will always be there at the local regional level and stuff like that. But again, it's just one part of you. But like everybody on Smash, their handle is like their Twitter at. Like that's why Smash Twitter mm. is such a thing. And for voiceover gigs, I need to change that because I don't want people to find my Twitter and be like, what the fuck is a Nintunist? Is this we're trying or, to hire? We're trying to hire David yeah, yeah. for this. Who the fuck gonna is this? Be like, and it's not even in there. So they're gonna be like, who the fuck? Like you're gonna be like that one recruiter. He's just gonna go be like doing the little background check. They just be like, the point is, why are you making it about you? He reads it's not your a tweets. <laughs> just like, Granted, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Dennis. <laughs> Granted. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Again, there's a line you need to tread, and that dude went too far. That, and like, that's dude, the thing. There's, there's, fucking a... there's fucking children watching that there's shit, man. Come always on. always a line. There's always got to be a line you don't cross. Yeah. That's what I always say. I I, I always say, you know, you know, it's like, in this guy's case, right? Just trying to, like, at least draw comparisons right here. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're the guy that is known... To fuck around. He's the jokester. He's like, haha, like, you know, like, he's the, he's the prankster. He likes to say jokes. But, <laughs> I did the thing is, though, I'm really trying, but the more I keep thinking about his stupid ass fucking commentary. Are you, are you thinking about the logistics of, like, how a microphone would feel in your asshole? <laughs> yes. And how painful. Like, it looks like a, at least a good-sized cock. Can you imagine what the that would sound least. like if you shoved a mic in your asshole? Like, how would that peak it? Like, what, what does a butthole sound like on the inside? <gasps> <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, you know, commentary becomes, a, like, a topic of discussion on Twitter every now and again. Because there's people who are, like, be like, yeah, you know, like, I, like, because there's people who, like, hate commentary. Or, like, you know, like, hate this type of commentary. And you can't mm. please everybody. Like, everybody yeah, has yeah. different, like, sources. There's people on both sides of the camp or, like... 
people demand a caster be a hype man, and then like, oh my god, just talk about the fucking game, and then they become an emotionless analyst and be like, oh my god, they're so boring to watch, blah blah blah. It's like, bro, do you think you're fucking watching ESPN? <laughs> like, holy shit, it's not, like, where, where do you think you are right now? Like, people base their whole fucking lives around Smash, and it's a grassroots scene where, like, you're basically giving what you give. Yeah, it's enough to put on your resume and go forward, but again, like, I don't know why or when they, people started they taking might... themselves, like, so goddamn people seriously. People think they're, like, commentating on the Olympics. Like, that's the kind of vibe that I'm getting from, like, You can't, uh, like, dedicate you. yourself. This is why, like, I think dedicating yourself to Smash is one of the worst things you can fucking do to yourself. It's probably my biggest regret in life is branding myself around it. Because now, if I make, like, new content that isn't necessarily about Smash, it, it doesn't really get the views or whatever. I even mm -hmm. ran polls, like, 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 what kind of video essay do you want to make? And I had one Smash video on there, which I was thinking of not even putting on there, and that's the one that gets the most. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's like, why? I, like, your whole life revolving around that, it's just like, ugh. It's, you know, I could have a lot to say about that. The point is, it's like, mm -hmm. it's part of, like, that sort of hustle, like, gr hustle, grind, must hustle, yo, mindset, grind set culture, mm -hmm. that is just fucking plagued our society these last couple of years where everybody mm. was saying if you don't come out of quarantine mastering a fucking like skill you basically wasted your time in this meanwhile it was the first fucking global pandemic in over a hundred years people are hurting right now you fucking jackass some people are getting over the worst breakups of their lives and not able to go out of their house and see their friends lest they bring home a deadly disease to their mother i can imagine being that guy <laughs> couldn't be me uh, but like it's part of that, because everyone's like, mm. grind never stops, and all the casters just gas themselves up, like, on Twitter, like, constantly, yeah. like, yes, king, this and that, and there's casters that I love listening to, and there's, which is most of them, and then there's some I very much don't like, but I'm not gonna put them down, and people like yeah, them, yeah. and that's what matters, but, like, it's very much part of that hustle mindset, grindset culture, because it is a bit of a grind, but I hate that, you know, I, I, I hate that so much, how that's infected our society, why does everything have to be a grind? Why is it no longer considered okay to just settle? You know, seek a little safety, relax for a bit, you know, do something for fun. Mm. I don't want to climb any corporate ladders. I mean, when I was a salesman for a marketing firm, I was so miserable because there was a clear growth structure to that job, which is why it wasn't paid unless you fucking sold. Yeah. Basically, no wage or nothing like that. You it's earned your keep accolades. as well. Earned your I... keep. Or, or care about job titles that mean nothing, you know? Mm. I don't need accolades. You know, it's just like, I retweeted mm -hmm. an image of it, you know, today. Like, I, and it's verbatim how I feel. I just want to have an, enough income to fund my lifestyle. Not be depressed, help other people, mm -hmm. be around good humans, take on a life partner, all that, all that shit, you know, it speaks to my soul, like, it's become, hustle culture has become, I feel, because of social media, has become so ingrained in, like, a deeply late-stage capitalistic society now, I just want to be me. I don't want to compete with anyone, I, I don't want to suck any dick to climb a corporate ladder that means nothing in the grand scheme. You can't take it with you, mm. you know? The wolf taught me that, or reminded me of that, and <laughs> why does everything have to be a grind? You know, why can't certain things you do just be for fun anymore? Like, I fucking hate the people who say, like, yeah, if you're not, you're wasting your life if you're not making money while you sleep, you know, mindset, grindset, <laughs> just trying to make it in the game, fam, you feel me? Mm. Like, I fucking hate! 
those kinds of people with every fucking fiber of my goddamn soul. These are the kinds of people who look at AI, don't even know what the fuck it means or the impacts it'll have on society, mm. but the red arrow go up, and so <laughs> oh, I'm no, the happy. green arrow, green arrow. No, the green arrow goes up, and yeah. therefore I'm happy, basically. And don't get me wrong, working hard is obviously very important. I'm not saying to not work hard to get what you want and to like to live a fulfilling life, but I just mm. hate how hustle culture paired with social media has just infected people's minds to just always want to be better than others. And I feel like some smash casters feel that way deep down. They want to mm -hmm. be better than other people rather than build each other up. I sure as fuck used to think like that. And after, you know, my sort of downgrade, if you would, because I used to get picked for majors and I fell off hard during quarantine. Mm -hmm. like, I used to get picked for majors before that shit happened and I fell off hard. I'm completely okay with that now. Mm. Because I recognize what Smash is. It's a grassroots scene where people come together, like, to have fun doing something they love and, like, to get out of their house and, you know, to meet people. And it's a community effort. The same way you'd fund, like, a community theater show. Like, I saw mm. our friend Dane in the other night. He actually called me. <laughs> yeah. I'm about, I, to tell, I, I'm about to tell him right now. Bro, I'm recording. Just give me one he, second. He knows, he knows what we're doing. He, t he called me yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And, um... Yeah, it's it's like it, it's it's good that we all come together to do that thing. So it's like the when it becomes a grind when you're doing something that you don't want to do for the sake of getting to like a certain status, it can help take the fun out of it. And mm. I know if I keep going at the way I'm going, I know I'm going to get back to like the major place again, or at the very least mm -hmm. I know that I could. But I don't fucking care about that. Yeah. I don't I don't care anymore. Not only cuz smash casting mm. is what it is and like you're not paid for it most of the time you do it. It's a glorified internship. I will say that a million times over. That's all the Smash community is for people who like see it professionally, and it's all it will ever motherfucking be until mm -hmm. the day we all die. But I, you want to know why I still do it? You know, despite like the bitterness I felt towards it for so long. You know, dating someone in the scene and having the scene just remind me of that person constantly, having mental baggage towards it, and all in all, just you know, making friends, making enemies, all that shit. Yeah, it's fucking fun. At the end of the day, it's simple. It's as fun. That. That's why I still do it, and that's the reason that you should do it, even yeah. for things like voice work. You know, Bob Bergen, he once said, like, your main goal for voiceover should be fun first. It should be the fact that you enjoy it, and then because you should want to do it, and then as a result of you continuously wanting to do it, that is how you get to the place where you can do it professionally full time. So the fact that you know so many young casters see themselves as like so legit too quickly it's like it it, it it's it's kind of like a vainly it feels like a little like vainly field like what's that thing that fucking bride brides wear like the the veils the oh veil, veils. Yeah, yeah a little bit of a veil of like narcissism and i know because I, when i was young i had those humbleness steps too that i had to grow into so i think you know a lot of it you know people make things about themselves and i think that clip is like fucking apparent of that but like i just hate how that culture has just infected everything and it's another plethora, it's another huge reason why I hate Twitter. And I cannot <laughs> wait for it to die because Twitter promotes making you miserable. It also promotes point. narcissism. <laughs> Very much so, yes. And um, it's going to be gone in a few years. So I'm pretty... You all better just that. enjoy it f for as long as you have it, essentially. Yeah, until like, the new one comes out and hopefully there's not a character limit or, you know, among many other things that, you know, I feel like need to be changed about it. But uh, I just... You know, call me lazy. Say, like, oh, you're such a waste of talent, David. Because I've seen people saying... i also seen other casters tweet, oh, there's so many talented people who are just not working hard enough. And I could feel attacked by that. 
Maybe I don't network hard enough. I don't travel out of state very often. Mm. I, I have too many things that I want to do, and my little ADHD brain, like, makes it so I don't do anything at all. And, uh, you know, you know, voice acting, writing, all the stuff I love to do, smash casting, all the stuff. It's, you know, so call me lazy. Call me stupid. Call me naive. Call me a hater. Call me whatever you want. But I just think that, like, if all you have on your mind is work, nothing is ever enough for you. You always need more, even you're after glass you achieve half empty. the next goal. Like, you're a glass half empty type person. You're a like, glass half empty type person, and you are the one who's brain dead, not me. Because the only thing in this world that you can free is right this. It's your mind, my friend. And that's what a lot of you need to focus on freeing instead. Once you learn to laugh at everything, everything becomes just funny and serious enough. It's not <laughs> about watching the world burn. You know, it's just about, like, watching it go by. That's why I started a podcast with this guy. We watch so many. We watch so many things. We comment on it. We're fucking idiots. We don't know nothing about anything, but we have fun mm. doing it. I don't give a fuck about the views or what have you now, yeah. even though I do want to grow this podcast as much yeah. as I can. But I have to enjoy it first. Yeah, and that's exactly. what it's all about at the end of the day, you know. And that's why I don't regret it. You know, say like, why'd you make? Why you make a podcast when it gets way less views than your old stuff? I'd rather this podcast never grow and never like get the views that my old content did then go back to making that shit and become, like, a oh, big YouTuber. Although, ideally, we would like it to grow, so please like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah. No, 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 please. ideally, I no, should no, no, do yeah. both. I know, I know. Like, <laughs> that's, the lazy, that's the lazy part of me, basically. I should be doing yeah, yeah. both. I'm not saying not to fucking work Well, hard. it's also... You have to grind at but certain also, things. Your priorities are different. Yeah. Because it's and, like, look, yeah. I made this, and I'm making this because, again, I'm enjoying it. And life is really not that complicated as people like to make it uh think it is because look if you enjoy something just fucking do it if it makes you happy just do it who the fuck is anybody to tell you what not to do and what not to enjoy just fucking do it Cheryl, Cheryl Crow you know if it basically just happy. tell people to go fuck themselves anyways like thing it's my life I'll do whatever the fuck I want how about mm -hmm. that and I'm gonna wrap about wrap up a bit because it's like you know um, yeah we're wrapping but I also just want to at least comment on like um your take or at least your opinion on like hustle culture and i think to a person to a personal uh to a certain extent i do agree that at the very least it's i think like it's become a very toxic thing just because at the very least what it promotes inherently for me is a good thing but i think it's those who take it to the very extreme and then put others down for basically not living the way they do is where I at least cross the line with that kind of shit. Because at the very least, it's like, I think hard work is obviously, I think and even everyone could agree, hard work is something that should be celebrated. No matter what like thing anyone may say, working hard is like a great thing, especially if you are working towards a goal of yours and the hard work is gonna pay off and obviously like that should be celebrated. But I think at the very least, it's like, there's a couple guys that I basically listen to like, um. I think maybe some of you guys may have heard of him called like David Goggins. He was basically like, he even, he was a self-proclaimed fat fuck who then lost a hundred something pounds and then joined the Navy SEALs. It's like a crazy journey that he essentially basically took. And a lot of the stuff that he kind of talks about is like very much like mindset, grindset kind of way. But like, he even says that, like, he even tells everyone, like, I don't want you, like, I don't want to do this shit. 
he's even had like plenty of times where he's like had plenty of self-reflection where it's like, I don't want to go out at four in the morning to run three miles around my block. I don't want to like think fucking want to like those videos. Oh my God. <laughs> it's simple. Really? My day what? starts at 4 a.m. Yeah. You know, but like I, I, hit, I hit a run rain or shine. But for him, like, though, it's like, it's so different with, at least to me, Goggins, to other, to other like, kind of those uh, hustle-minded, grind-set kind of YouTubers. Because at the very least, it's like, this guy, he did suffer. And, like, he even came out with, like, a book that, uh, I read a few of the tidbits of it, and just kind of, like, the real, like, not like a hellhole sort of life, but, like, just, the sh like, he basically just described, it was a shitty life before I decided to turn my life around. And I think anyone... To anyone, that's, like, relatable as hell, because it's, like, we all felt that way, in a way, at least, like, you know, in some certain points in our lives, and we wanted to turn it around, and obviously, it always gonna, it was always gonna start with you, yourself, like, you have to make that decision, and for me, like, I do resonate with that, because it's, like, you know, there was a time, obviously, during the pandemic that I never worked out in my life, and then all of a sudden, I was just, like, just doing gym stuff like at my house and just then afterwards went to the gym like full time basically and at the very least i think to the aspects of like let's say like let's say hustle culture in which like you want to better yourself and but not putting down others i could i could get on board with that i am on board with that in fact but i think it's again just be like everything on the internet right it's just been so twisted and perverted Comes to the point positivity yeah exactly like i mean i again working out and even like guys who are like gym bros like and everyone knows like the whole gym bro culture like on tiktok and like not even gym bro culture but just like gym culture in general and how toxic it is like on tiktok like all the trends we saw of like anytime you pass a dude while he was recording a video he'd be like what the fuck bro it's like bro i will walk back the other way through your video again if i want to i don't mm -hmm. give a fuck and like, again, like, it's... It, what the internet has always done, historically, has always taken a great fucking thing, a very good thing, and just basically bastardized it, commodified it, tainted it, toxified it. Just basically, it's almost like nothing what it was before all you fucking mouth breathers touched it, essentially. You turned a pure thing and corrupted it, essentially. And I still even, like... I don't push back with David as far as how he is saying, like, how this is basically kind of, like, infected a lot of, like, young people's lives and, like, kind of, you know, sort of made them, like, not, like, almost joyless in a way. But I even think, like, that's, like, I, I'm, like, half and half because, like, I do believe that you should be working hard. Like, that goes without saying. Like, even going to the gym four times a fucking week. I know for a lot of people, like, this, some of them don't even go once a week. <laughs> so it's, like, if you could even go, like, you know, and just be consistent with your habits like that. Like, I, I applaud that. I, I don't think anyone should, like, not applaud that. The very fact that, like, even some of my cousins have told me that the very fact that I wake up at 6 a.m. to even go to the gym at all is fucking insane. Because, like, waking up at 6 a.m., who the fuck wants to do it? But, like, I also, like, for me, I do it because, well, not really for altruistic reasons. I literally do it because I don't want to go to the gym after I'm done with work. I don't want to go anywhere, really. Like, truthfully, I don't really don't want to go anywhere. I'd rather just get that shit over and done with before I have to do anything else after work. Like, after work is my me time. So, 
what I'm getting at is that, like, you know, I think if you are, like, one of those people who, like, do hustle and grind, I think at the very least, like, dial it back a bit and just kind of also, I always say, like, have, like, a good balance of shit. Because at the end of the day, like, all that hard work has got to lead to something. And, you know, you got to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor to, like, at least, like, briefly, you know? Like, what is all this for if you can't even enjoy it in the end? Or even just, you know, better yet, for me, I want all of that so I could share it with other people. And, again, like, that's something that at least I strive for. That's, like, my message, at least. If you're going to hustle and grind, do it for yourself and others. Like, that's what really matters to me at the, at the end Don't of the day. Don't do it for money. Don't do it for fucking arbitrary-ass Twitter followers. You can't, you know, you can't take those Do it those for you and your you. loved ones. That's all it is. Like You can't take those with you either. Again, I'm not saying not to work. I'm not saying not to grind. But just please, for the love of Christ, there's so much grass outside. <laughs> just remember to stop and smell the roses every once in a while. Otherwise, you're going to look back on your life when you're old. And you're going to realize that, you know... None of it mattered. None of like, that fucking mattered at the end of the day. Especially you know? your Alzheimer's ass like thing when, fucking, like, when that shit sets in. Mm. I'm not even going to remember that crap. <laughs> We're done. Uh, DDE, you can follow us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're Hustle and grind, bro. We're available <laughs> wherever you get them. Uh, here at YouTube.com slash Nintunist as well. Uh, feel free to give a like, comment, and subscribe down below if and you enjoyed it. Sorry this one ran a little long today as well. but Very uh, preachy. We just got shit to say, you know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes we run a little long, it's just got shit to say, you know what I mean? So, yeah. We're just gonna, yeah, we're gonna end it right here, though. We love you all. A uh, lot of stuff I wanted to get off my chest today, so I, uh, I appreciate you listening. Let's go, uh, let's go play some Uno, Dennis. Yeah. Uno. Yeah. Hustle and grind, guys. Don't forget that. <laughs> Hustle and grind! <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna, become the, I'm gonna become the Uno champion. Yeah. Who the fuck plays Uno for fun anymore, bro? Yeah. I'm gonna become, this be is a real thing, but this is a real thing, by the way. There is competitive Uno. I'm gonna become the Uno grand champion. It's gonna be the top G. The top G. The top G. Yo, what? <laughs> Yo, what color's your Bugatti? <laughs> <laughs>